This podcast is brought to you by the InterAstra Institute, the global public square for the business of space. Join us at interastra.space. There was this huge commotion as John and all the support engineers stumbled over each other to dive through the hatch and get out of the crew module before they witnessed some unimaginable sight. I am the only person to have walked in space and gone to the deepest point in the ocean. Hi, I'm Kathy Sullivan, and I'm an explorer. Exploring doesn't always have to involve going to some remote or exotic place. It simply requires your commitment to put curiosity into action. So join me on this podcast journey as I reflect on lessons learned from life so far and from my brilliant and ever inquisitive guests. We'll explore together in this very moment from right where you are. Spaceship not required. Welcome to Kathy Sullivan Explores. Before we take off, I have a gift for you. I believe that no matter where you are today, an active thirst for knowledge will help unlock your ability to live a life of meaning and happiness. So I'm sharing some lessons I've learned on my road less traveled. Over at kathysullivanexplores.com, you'll find my seven astronaut tips to improving your life on Earth. When you sign up, I'll send them to you and also make sure you're the first to discover future podcast episodes and learn more about exciting adventures ahead. Just head on over to kathysullivanexplores.com. One of the big milestones in training for a spacewalk, or EVA as we call it, is a full dress rehearsal of all of the things you'll do on orbit leading up to your spacewalk. This is the most exactingly detailed simulation of suiting up and leaving the shuttle cabin we would have. It involved everything from unpacking our suits and tools, the actual ones we would take into space, giving them a thorough pre-flight check, on to donning our spacesuit and going through the steps that would empty all the air out of the airlock. You know you're really getting close to your launch date when this session appears on your training calendar. This exercise took place in an exact replica of the shuttle cabin, or crew module as we called it, that was housed in one of the airplane hangar-sized buildings at the Johnson Space Center in Houston, known as Building 9. I headed out to Building 9 on the appointed day for our dress rehearsal with Dave Liesma, my spacewalking partner, our pilot John McBride, who would be our helper and monitor during the spacewalk, and our two EVA trainers. Our two suit techs, the engineers assigned to prepare and test our two spacesuits, were already inside the cabin when we arrived. So we had three astronauts, four engineers, and two human-sized spacesuits crammed into the small lower deck of the space shuttle, an area that was all of about 8 feet by 12. We spent the first half of this four-hour session going step-by-step step through all the preparations and checkout actions we would go through on our first day in orbit and on the day before our spacewalk. We were reminding ourselves where everything was stowed, thinking through where we would temporarily park bits of gear as we went along, to ensure each would be readily at hand when the time came to use it, and picking up more of the tips and pointers our trainers had gathered from spacewalkers who had gone before us. Eventually, we came to the step in the EVA checklist that read, Don Liquid Cooling and Ventilation Garment. Liquid Cooling and Ventilation Garment is quite a mouthful, so naturally we shorthanded it to LCVG. The LCVG is a nylon mesh bodysuit with thin plastic tubes woven through it 
to carry the chilled water that will keep you cool as you work. It also has big yellow tubes that run from a node on your back down along your arms and legs. These are air ducts that pull stale air away from your extremities and cycle it back to the spacesuit's carbon dioxide scrubber. I always thought the LCBGs made us look like some kind of alien invader with a yellow exoskeleton. When Dave and I pulled our LCBGs out of the storage lockers on the front wall of the cabin, I noticed the place had suddenly gone absolutely silent. It dawned on me that everyone, including perhaps Dave, was wondering what would happen next. Every other time a shuttle crew had reached this step, the two astronauts who were training for the spacewalk would simply strip down to their underwear and put on their LCVGs. But none of those astronauts had ever been a woman. Nobody had a clue how it would or should work with a woman in the mix. We were stepping into very wild new territory. Dave and I hadn't talked about this point either, to be honest. We had only ever donned LCVGs before for simulations in NASA's huge water tanks, and each of us dressed in our own locker room at those facilities, so we had never faced this question before. We stood side by side for a moment, cooling garments in hand, still facing the storage drawers that we had taken them from. I glanced over at Dave and said, Dave, let me tell you what I think about modesty in moments like this. Thinking that it strongly resembled countless experiences I'd had in geology field camps. Okay, he replied. I have none. I said, right, he said, and we began to unbutton our shirts. There was this huge commotion as John and all the support engineers stumbled over each other to dive through the hatch and get out of the crew module before they witnessed some unimaginable sight. Dave and I simply turned so we were back to back, peeled off our street clothes, and squirmed into our high-tech bodysuits. No other human being was in sight when we finished. Our guys had not merely left the cabin. They had retreated many steps away and were not about to come back in until I gave the all clear. Every one of my spaceflight crews handled privacy in the same easygoing and considerate way that Dave and I adopted spontaneously that day. You only had to say, I need to change my clothes or even I need to change my underwear and everyone else would simply ignore your small part of the cabin until you were done. It was like having a perfect invisibility cloak. Thanks so much for joining me on today's mission. For more solo shows and deep dives with incredible guests, along with all the ways to get the podcast and much more, head over to kathysullivanexplores.com. This podcast is brought to you by the InterAstra Institute. New episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Music, and most everywhere podcasts are found. To be the first to know when the next episode drops, head over to interastra.space.